The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pure Jamie Moon podcast and JNT TV. I'm super inspired and excited to share with you today the concept of shadow work, or as Carl Jung, 20th century leading psychologist, shared, the shadow self or shadow work. Now, it's not something to be afraid of when we think about shadows, all of a sudden we start to think about evil, possibly ghosts, dark sides, things like that. The The term shadow is a reference that is used to talk about parts of us, parts of us that we reject or we deny in ourselves or parts of us that we are potentially even ashamed of, parts of us that we suppress repress or push down and we don't want the rest of the world to see. These are the things and just like just like the, when the sunlight is bouncing off us, you know, we are always going to have a shadow. It's either going to be next to us, you know, behind us, in the front of us, almost on top of us, but wherever we go, our shadow goes. Now, the greater the shadow we have, It's like carrying around a massive briefcase full of all of the things that we criticize, judge, deny, repress, suppress, uh, despise in ourselves. And we carry that briefcase all around the place. Now, your shadow will project onto others what you deny in yourself. So if we judge, complain, criticize, blame, or even pick others apart, that's an indication that your shadow is starting to make an appearance. Now, when you first embark on shadow work, it requires a level of compassion for oneself. It requires patience. It requires an enthusiasm to be curious. Probably the greatest, the greatest part of you that needs to be present is the willingness to not judge your, judge yourself harshly as you go through it. Because for some people, when we shine a bit of a light on our shadows, it can be really confronting. Carl Jung, as I referred to earlier, or the Jungian psychology, um, often said that the shadow was developed in childhood, really, really early on. We all, we all developed these shadows in childhood when our parents would press upon us their beliefs or values and how they lived their lives and they would smash us with the stuff when we were kids and that's where a lot of our shadows were developed. So when you look at destructive behaviours in your life, like things that you're not super proud of, um, self-sabotaging behaviours, addiction, um, lying, judging others, um, taking taking pleasure in other people's mis- misfortunes um, is a sign that 
that the shadow is present in you, judging others, criticizing others, blaming others. If you found yourself doing that, gossiping, things like that are great indicators that there is a um, shadow present. Another way you can become aware of the shadow effect or the shadow self is that if you are continually facing the same challenges in your life. So if you're repeating cycles and and have been repeating these cycles from early on in childhood, that is a great um, realisation that there would be a shadow present. When we think about the saying, we will keep repeating what we don't repair. If we continue to get the same challenges that we've had, we're not growing. So if these things keep showing up, there's generally a bit of shadow at play. So when we think about your shadow making an appearance, these these shadows are a mirror of the things within ourselves that we, we try our best to hide away from the world. And the longer you do that, the greater, the greater the size of these shadows. It's as if we're trying to convince ourselves that, oh, that, that, that person's behaviour, the way that old mate gossips about old love, is fucking appalling. I would never do that. I would never do that. I can't believe he lied. Like, how could you lie? Like, honesty and integrity is like the number one value in my life. It's how I live my life. How could they tell those fucking pork pies? And in reality, these very things exist in, inside all of us, but we've just done a really fucking good job at hiding them. We've spent so many years covering up everything we're ashamed of, and like I said earlier, majority of this has started in childhood. The first time someone hurt you, belittled you, or made you feel ashamed, you automatically stuff it into your shadow. You didn't have to think about it, it just happened. And I'll give you an example of my life. If you've been following my podcast for a while or if you know me or have been following any of my social media silo, <laughs> you, would, you would know that my grandfather was my, my greatest influence, a mentor, a magnificent man, unapologetically masculine, but a really true, a true gentleman. He was a gentle man. Though when I started to think about doing this podcast and even about it, even about my upcoming webinar about shadow work, I thought to myself, what are the shadows? What are the things that I have repressed and suppressed in my life that could be a direct, could have a direct correlation to my childhood? And as Carl Jung said, these, these shadows are created in our childhood. Now, my grandfather was a fierce footballer and and he was. He was a tough Scotsman. He was a beautiful man, but he was stern. He was assertive um, and he didn't suffer fools. But as a young boy, <laughs> I was quite a sensitive young man, very sensitive. And um, <laughs> I was sitting underneath a tree just writing poetry and when, when, when I was hurt or especially emotionally hurt or things like that, like I would cry. I was a gentle, soft boy. Um, and my, my grandfather wouldn't have a bar of it. 
Like, not at all. Like, if he even got a sniff or an inkling or any insight that I was about to spring a leak and start crying, he would shut it down immediately. Right. No more. Don't let don't let Nanny see you doing that. No. No. And this, this I'm standing there bawling my eyes out. Um, so I had to, you know, that was my grandfather's belief. Don't don't show that weakness. Keep it together. Be be sterling, you know, be staunch. Hold it together. Don't don't show that side of me. And so I repressed and suppressed that because I didn't want him to see me crying and I didn't want anybody else to see that I wasn't able to control my emotions. Now, fast forward to the age of about 16 or 17 and even up to about 30, if you speak to anybody that were was near me, around me, in my circle, close to me, they would say that I had a violent streak. And these things that I repressed and suppressed, when you get older, you will start to express them. And through through this shadow, the shadow self that's developed, you will start to express these things that we try and hide from the world, that we try and push down. Um, and then add alcohol and it was even worse. It was like exaggerating and turning the dial on my aggressive side and my violent side. So that's an example of how a shadow can be present from the things that we suppress and repress and things that we are uh, exposed to via our parents and our, our important people at a really, really early, early age in those influential, informative years. But as the years go on, we add more and more to this dark part of ourselves like you think about were you rejected, angry, embarrassed, criticized, emotionally wounded, down it all goes into that deep well. And then the older we get, the harder we work at repressing these things. And repressing these things that we perceive as inadequacies because they make you feel insecure. You feel uncomfortable about these things. This is why we try to you know, push this stuff down. We do all our best to keep our oppressed fears hidden from the world because we're ashamed of those parts of us. So healing your shadow and becoming comfortable with it all will take time and it takes a little bit of work, but it's certainly necessary if you want to be at peace and be whole and have a meaningful and fulfilling life. Just admitting that you have a shadow side is the first step to healing. came up with a uh, an acronym because I love acronyms but when I think about all things being present all the time so we call this an objective view so an objective view means we can see everything we can see the positives and we can see the negatives because they're present all the time. To to see a world that's just subjective, and you'd probably know these people, they walk around saying, oh, I just got the best life. No, I'm always happy. I'm always good. No, everything's good. Kids are good. Work's good. I'm good. Fucking dog's good. Everything's good. Um, there's so much of their good life they are not seeing because the other stuff is present too. 
So having that subjective view is just a facade. It's an act. So to be able to see all things all the time is liberating. So when when we think about shadows and we think about denial, we think about the stuff that we are not accepting in ourselves and then we project it onto other people. And denial, the acronym of denial, is don't even know I am lying. Denial. D, don't, E, even, N, no, which is like unique spelling. They say that it, it's, a, it's a wise mind that can spell a word two different ways. Uh, I, I, and then A, M, L, lying, denial. Don't even know I'm lying. So when we start to accept that we have these parts of us, we can look to shine a bit of light on these darker sides of us, these things that we hide from the world. And in doing that, enables us to turn up more present, more whole and more fulfilled. Mark Twain was famous for a saying around forgiveness and I absolutely love it. And forgiveness often starts with ourselves, forgiving ourselves for some of the things that we have done. Forgiving ourselves for some of the things we've done so that we can go on in life and not do them. And Mark Twain says, forgiveness is the fragrance the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. So forgiveness is the fragrance the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it, which is absolutely amazing. And as I was talking about subjective views and objective views, and when we think about shadow work as a whole, or the reintegrating and healing process of this method. There is a there is a hero in every villain, and there's a villain in every hero. And often people will look and go, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And then my quick to my quick go-to frame of reference is Bill Cosby. Look, I've been fucking using Bill Cosby's dance moves for most of my life. <laughs> And in the 80s, Bill Cosby was, you know, he wrote a book, Fatherhood. Everybody thought he was incredible. And then as time went on, time revealed that he was a monster. And inside this hero was a villain. Lance Armstrong. (laughs) If we want to talk about testicles, let's talk about Lance Armstrong. Like that man had some brass balls to walk around and to deceive a nation, to lie to humanity about doping and taking drugs and to project onto others all the other athletes, even members in his team. And this was the thing that infuriated America because he projected onto others what he denied in himself. He was a drug taker and a doper, but he said that everybody else was, that all his teammates, um, fellow competitors and athletes. And that's a great example of shadow work at play. So when we think about the things that we repress and reject and do our best to hide away, you can start to think of behaviours such as self-sabotage, self-destructive behaviours, judging, gossiping, relishing in the mistakes of others, lying, addiction, food, alcohol, drugs, praise of others. Shadow work is honestly becoming aware of the darker parts of our personalities 
And when we can turn up with curiosity and non-judgment of self as much as we possibly can, there is a truly liberating side to this. There is a truly freeing side where you get to turn up whole, finding that fulfillment and that meaningful part of your life when you are able to realise that you are the hero and the villain all at the same time. You are the light and you are the dark and that is the equilibrium and balance of life. Ladies and gentlemen, we spend so much time, so much of our life hiding our fears, running from our heartaches, squashing down anger, shame, pain. And in fact, we get so used to doing it that it becomes automatic. All of this denial, and again, don't even know I'm lying, creates huge roadblocks and repeated patterned behavior. There's a saying I heard that if you don't work it out, you'll act it out. So all that stuff you've been burying doesn't stay buried. It's all there in your unconscious mind. And as Carl Jung said, the shadow is unconscious. It is unconscious until we bring it to consciousness. So it's all there in your unconscious and will come to the surface again and again until you admit your truth. It takes a lot of courage to face your shadow. But just think for a second, imagine the possibilities once you do. Like think about it. All of those things you deny in yourself, all of those judgments you deny in yourself but project onto others, you'll be able to find all that peace, true happiness, success, authenticity, all of that you've been looking for and hoping for but could never find. Do you know most people never face their darker side? And I must admit, it was confronting and it was frightening when I did for the first time. Most people have either convinced themselves it doesn't really exist or they just believe they can keep hiding from it. They're delusional, deluded, and just and just too afraid to admit it. But I can guarantee though, when you least expect it, when your defenses are down or when life hits you with an unwelcome surprise, it is going to leak out because unconscious behavior happens when you are unaware. And typically your shadow will sabotage you by taking the form of doubt, fear, distraction, procrastination, hesitation, anytime you try to take a step up in life. Our shadow keeps us stuck in unhealthy relationships, shit jobs, addiction, and a long list of unsavory behaviors. When your shadow springs to the surface, your emotions will always be out of proportion to the situation. You'll feel intense rage, sadness, shame, hurt, or worry that's so much bigger than the actual event you're currently facing. These explosive emotions aren't necessarily bad. They're just trying to get your attention and let you know that there are deeper issues to be worked on. Even if you think about triggers, triggers is a hipster hot word at the moment. I've been triggered. Oh my God, I've been triggered. If you replace trigger with teacher, these things are here to teach us things. And if we're honest with ourselves, we admit that it's exhausting to keep denying and hiding our shadows. If we never face them, not only will we continually sabotage our best efforts, but over the years, these toxic emotions can show up as physical pain and, and even dis-ease. 
When the body is at ease, we function well. When the body is at dis-ease, we operate from malfunction. So the next time your shadow comes to the surface, rather than ignoring it or pushing it back down, use it as a chance to resolve long ignored emotions and experiences. Because once you get to the root cause of where the shadow came from and why you suppress and repress these things, you'll be able to face it head on and you'll be able to heal. You'll be able to reintegrate it. Your energy will be free. It will allow you to live a more fulfilling, whole, reintegrated, amazing life. Remember, your shadow is the reason we do certain things in life and we don't understand why we do it. All of those self-sabotaging, destructive behaviours, limiting self-beliefs and decisions all have a shadow integrated with it. And if we want to embrace the entirety of our being, then we can live a fulfilling life. When we get a little bit of light and shine it on those darkest parts of us, those darkest parts that we suppress and repress, that we, those darkest parts, those deepest fears that we hide from the world. When we shine a little light on those, we are able to live our very best life being more authentic, having more belief in self, having more respect and love for ourselves and enhancing and levelling up and exaggerating our self-esteem and self-worth. So remember, your shadow will project onto others what you deny in yourself. Your shadow will project onto others what you deny in yourself. So come and join me this July and come and take part in our Invest in Your Head Shadow Special. Come in with an open mind, a curiosity to learn and a commitment to be patient, compassionate and non-judgmental with self. And I promise you, you will go away with a greater understanding of why you do what you do as we gently spread, spray and project light into these darker parts of you that we tried to deny, hide, suppress and repress. And know with all of our seminars, there is 100% confidentiality. So don't feel like you're grabbing the biggest skeleton in the closet and throwing it on the fucking laptop for everybody to have a look. You can take part as much or as little as you like but if you want to get to the root cause of the hidden forces that either run or ruin your life, then come and join me. Don't be part of the herd that's going in one direction. Step up and be heard. Because there's people out there that need you to lean in and make peace with your darker side. The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.